1: It's time for today's travel and cruise industry news. With the latest from travel and cruises around the world, here's your host, Chili Falls.
2: Good morning and welcome to travel and cruise industry news. On this, the, uh, what is today anyway? Today is the uh, ninth day of June, 2022. Coming to you from Central Virginia area. And today, folks, uh, this uh, whoever, who creates these things? Today is National Strawberry Rhubarb Pie Day. Not only do I have trouble getting it out, it puckers me up to even think about it. If you like strawberry rhubarb pie, have at it. Go out and find some. I'm going to pass. Don't like rhubarb. Anyway, cruise ship sailing today from North American ports in Jacksonville. We got the Carnival Elation. Port Canaveral, MSC Divina, down in West Palm Beach, Margaritaville at Sea Paradise. In Miami, the Carnival Sunrise, Tampa Carnival Paradise, Nolens Carnival Valor, San Francisco the Ruby Princess, in Seattle the Carnival Spirit, the Norwegian Sun Cruises, and the New Amsterdam and Zyderdam land packages get underway today. In Vancouver, the Silver Muse cruise sails. In Anchorage, the Silver Shadow cruise sails. And the new Amsterdam and Grand Princess Land packages get underway. And in Fairbanks, the new Amsterdam and Grand Princess Land packages also start. Headlines that we'll get to in today's show. Norwegian Breakaway Itinerary Change. Again, getting tired of talking about Norwegian Breakaway. Oasis becomes the largest ship to visit Atlantic Canada. Or Canada Atlantic. Or what's the proper term for like Nova Scotia and New Brunswick. Atlantic Canada, Canada Atlantic, Eastern Canada. Not even sure that there's been anything bigger in Western Canada, but we'll say it still stick with Eastern Canada. And it became official. You heard about it first right here on Travel and Cruise Industry News yesterday. The resilient lady season has been canceled. They're not going to start till spring of 23. And a huge turnout for Royal Caribbean's recruitment fair in Trinidad and Tobago. Maybe we'll get rid of some of these Staff shortages. If you're listening via the podcast, welcome aboard. You can always access the podcast via my blog, which is accessadventure.net, or wherever you get your podcasts from, like Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, Podchaser, Pandora, Stitcher, um, iHeartRadio, Spotify, TuneIn, all the biggies. Just search for travel and cruise industry news. And up, Pat, pops the fat travel guy. So, all right. We do have a guest today, which I'm going to bring in right after this word from one of our network sponsors.
0: My dad works in B2B marketing, but I never really knew what that meant. Then one day, my dad came by my school for career day and told everyone in my class he was a big MQL man.
2: Okay, my guest today is she's been on this show numerous times. Been on Cruise Amigos numerous times as well. One of my favorite people in the whole wide world. Um she's cruise editor of the London Times. I always say that wrong. Cruise editor of the Sunday Times. I think maybe that's the right one. Anyway, I always say it wrong. But anyway. Hey, Sue Bryant, she's been with us a bunch before. Sue, welcome back to Chili Chats. What's happening? Thank you.
3: Thank you. Yes, it's it's Cruise Editor of The Times and The Sunday Times. I think once you said I was Editor of The Times, which probably well, wouldn't have gone down well. Though.
2: Yeah, well, uh, you know, I'm going to screw it up if it's possible. It just happens yeah. that way. Uh-huh. So <clears throat> you've probably, you're one of the few people in the world the last, uh, what, three or four months that's cruised more than I have
3: not so sure i'm not so sure when i follow you you're always on a different ship i've seen well, i feel like i've just done loads of loads and loads of flying visits to ships and after 3 in a row i was trying to i was getting mixed up with what restaurant i was in what bar i was in waking wake <clears> up in the morning <throat> what port i was in but uh, yeah you need a bit longer on a ship i think not just two nights
2: yeah oh yeah oh yeah i i, I can't even find my suitcase much less get it unpacked any after <laughs> two nights So I I have a project for you. I haven't even thought about this. And maybe you'll know and have it in a file on your desk whenever you go to work again. I need to find out somebody like Scooter Round is in this country where I can, when I've come over on your side of the pond, I can rent a mobility scooter, preferably with a company that also rents oxygen generators uh, oxygen whatever you call a uh, concentrators yeah. that i use in my cabin at night uh, which uh, from u.s cruises is great because i got scooter around that i use all the time just does uh, uk and yeah,
3: there, europe in general doing. have problem, that i'll find out for you there is definitely one because um oh disability mobility something or other i'll look for it i don't know about the oxygen amount that might be a separate issue but i can look for it um but yes i've definitely heard of something in the uk okay are you coming coming to visit
2: well i'm definitely going to be there in next spring for our our group cruise out of athens we've got some time i'm probably gonna try to maybe either before or after come through Southampton, maybe try to pick up a. I don't, you know. I'm working on it. I Excellent. have. I'm not there yet.
1: I'll work on got, it too.
2: Man. Got to get through this medical crap first, and then yep. I can start planning again. You know, I've still got a bunch of stuff that I planned before this medical little blip in the radar. <laughs> um, I think I still got like 11 cruises booked. Goodness, but <laughs> um, you know, I'm not. I'm, my schedule's not as solid as I want it to be. All right, now, uh, there was a, a vicious, a nasty rumor about you <laughs> One uh, of that was was circulating all around the, about something about you uh, ending up with a broken nose, and I want to know if the broken nose or the facsimile therein had <laughs> absolutely anything to do with your trying to be a biker chick in London. <laughs>
3: <laughs> that's budapest that's not london
2: uh, yeah but you could ride that sucker in london around, God, around I the love that thing. no
3: budapest is like a village compared to london i wouldn't ride that in london but it was so much fun that trip no no i i survived that although somebody did fall off within the first two seconds of the tour which didn't go down well but uh yeah yeah there was that no no injuries on that
2: now i will say that this is probably One of the loveliest pictures I have ever seen anywhere. And that came from, (laughs) I just, I love that.
1: Oh, That is so
2: cool.
3: Nice place. Yeah. Now that's
2: on a ship that I know absolutely nothing about.
3: Yep. Emerald Azura.
2: Okay. Yep. So now tell me something about Emerald and Azura.
3: Okay, I will. Um, So I was on it the week before last. Um, So Emerald Cruises is Australian owned, but a big U.S. contingent and Canadian contingent on this cruise. Um, They normally have I mean, they're better known for riverboats, but um, they've got their first ocean going sort of super yacht, which is this Emerald Azura, and it only takes 100 people. And it was so we went. um, Oh, look at that. Oh, I loved it so much. We went from Dubrovnik to Venice. So uh, for this season, it's going back and forth from Dubrovnik and Venice. So, yeah, it was just um, it was a lot of fun. It's it's I've never been on anything like it. I mean, it was like being on a mega yacht. But obviously, you've got, you know, 99 of your closest friends with you. But uh, it really did feel like a private yacht. Oh, yes, that's that's me at the uh, Crooker National Park.
2: Yeah, that was I wasn't sure how to pronounce that Crooker. That's,
3: yeah it's like it a k-r-k-a language.
2: or something it's really yeah. weird to mom nice my place tongue.
3: Yeah. really nice place
0: yeah so last that, time i
3: went there oh there we that's looking down from so all those people on the bridge last time i went there you could swim in that kind of lagoon thing at the bottom but they've banned it now so it actually looks much nicer yeah. i mean it looks beautiful anyway but yes yeah, just the most gorgeous place
2: all right let's see what else do i have here we got uh Oh God! <laughs> Did I put these pictures on social media? I I, I never tell. I never I'll give my secrets my away. <laughs> where I steal stuff from?
3: <laughs> yes, split. That's now. Where was that? That was that's Dubrovnik, isn't it? No, that's Kortula, which is was our first stop after Dubrovnik. So we um we climbed up the bell tower, as one does. There's lots of bell towers in Croatia, and it's sort of important to climb them. So we did. And you can see from that how close that ship gets to the to the old town. You know, it really is literally docked right outside the walls, which is fantastic. So, so yeah. And that's, yeah, that's um, Cortula as well. It was just the most beautiful place. I mean, again, it's such a nice time to go to Croatia because normally those steps would be absolutely heaving with tour groups. But because I was there at the end of May and also because, Tourism isn't kind of fully up and running yet. I mean, it's, you know, everything is open, but all the big groups haven't come back. So, yes, that's my private yacht. That's the infinity pool. Where I all spent right, Now, you
2: say there's a hundred people, not mm-hmm. crew, of course, hundred passengers. Yeah. So, compare like this yacht that's seagoing to a river cruise, which would be possibly similar sized
3: yeah i mean it's it's a completely different story you feel a much greater sense of space the cabins were um were they felt enormous they were really nice they were kind of like a square shape and higher than you get on a river cruise so there was this incredible sense of of space in the cabin and then the balconies go the width of the cabin but they're actually quite shallow so it's you can just about sit out on the balcony so it's not it's not huge but um, if you're in a suite, the balcony's like bigger than the suite. The balconies for the suites were insane, which is why why we never saw the suite passengers, because it was on their own huge balconies. But uh, but no, the, the ship has a, a real sense of space. And I kept thinking, where is everybody? Um, but kind of when you want atmosphere somewhere, there are people around. But like there was never a problem to get somewhere to sit around the pool. There was another deck with a big jacuzzi on it where you could also go and lounge. Um, so, yeah, it was very spacious lovely ship very elegant thing
2: um you didn't post much in the way of food
3: (laughs) that was in Dubrovnik that was on the first day because when in Dubrovnik or when in Croatia you have to have air dried ham and cheese with some nice cold white wine so my partner had never been to Croatia so I took him straight out to have some lunch no, I didn't right. post. Well, I did take pictures of food, but because I, I mean, the ham was for him. I tend to have the um the veggie options all oh. the time. And sorry, that's not me snorting, by the way. It's my dog.
2: No, that's okay. That's okay. We are, you're allowed to snort if you need to. I don't want to
3: snort. <laughs>
2: <laughs> um,
3: But yeah, the okay. food was great.
2: Yeah, that was my next question. Being the big fat guy of the family, uh, how was the food overall?
3: The food was really good. And what makes... I suppose what makes Emerald pitched like one price band lower than you would find with Silver Sea Seaborn and Scenic which is its sister company is that it's not all caviar and foie gras and you know it's not all ultra luxuries but it's like good mediterranean cuisine um lots of choice buffet for breakfast and lunch and then um waiter served for dinner but always like three or four mains three four or five mains and big sharing dishes of pasta and risotto and um uh, what else was there there was there's a like an always available menu like you get on most cruise ships so if you've got more kind of conservative taste you can always have a steak or you can have a very nice chicken breast um but yeah the food for me the food was great i suppose you know there are some people who think luxury and then they do want this caviar every day and you know, I've I've been on, what was I on earlier this year? I think I was on Silver Sea and there were these people just um on Silver Dawn. That's right. And people were just ordering caviar for their afternoon tea, which which is what you can do on Silver Sea. And they were just sitting there eating it. And I, I mean, I don't like caviar anyway, but the thought of just having all this, you know, very, very yeah. expensive stuff all around you and binging on it was um a bit odd to me. I prefer a healthier, healthier diet. Well,
2: you know, one but, of the but, things that I find, of course, I travel solo exclusively now um, and have for, what, five, six years now. I am finding a tremendous amount of joy in the social aspect of main dining room dining where I have three, four, five people at the table that i didn't know or they're just you know have recently met uh for the whole cruise there's a there's a whole different social aspect around mm-hmm. eating that you don't find even if you meet people in the casino or in the shows or at the bars or whatever that i'm re- i've really i've made some terrific friends Yeah, almost every cruise I've been on this year from the dining room.
3: Well, it's nice, isn't it? To chat over a meal, drink some wine, whatever. So, I mean, yeah, I would say the Emerald Ship was more coupley, but there were loads and loads of shared tables for dinner. It was was quite hard to get a table for two, which we did because I was with my partner. But um, there were loads of tables for eight. I think there were some bigger ones, loads of fours, sixes. And I think there were a couple of people on their own. So, but, you know, if you want to make more friends, you'd probably go on a bigger ship, wouldn't you? Or on a ship where you're doing stuff together all day, every day. And I've found then you make, then you meet people.
2: Yeah. All right. One of the things that I think you have coming up, you've got a bunch of river cruises you're going to be doing.
3: No, I'm doing an expedition cruise next week.
2: Yeah. I know you're going and you're going to go freeze your buns off.
3: Yeah. I'm headed for the, as close to the North Pole as possible. And then, no, I don't think I've got any cruise. Let me look at my calendar. I've got very little, actually, in the way of cruises lined up. I'm kind of juggling what to do. I'm hoping to go to Antarctica in November.
2: Yeah, that one got cancelled. You were supposed to do that.
3: With this thing next week, this is the replacement for that. And I'm going to Alaska in um, August, which I'm really excited about. So, but no, I'm having a having some time off this summer just to do some non-cruise things, and probably okay. miss cruising like mad. But it's only, only a few weeks off. But uh, yeah. but no, right. I, yep.
2: we have, uh, in, at least on this side of the pond, this ongoing battle with COVID. Mm-hmm. Now we've had uh, several princess ships that are requiring masking again. Uh, at least one of the Holland America ships is yeah. requiring masking. You've had COVID. Twice. Twice. Uh, tell me what it was like. Tell me Ooh. <laughs> how you felt.
3: Well, I I don't want to get COVID again. You know, even if, even if COVID becomes something like a cold or a flu that, you kind of half expect you're going to get every year. I don't want to have it again because it's horrible. I mean, the first time I had the alpha variant, the, yeah. you know, early one, and I was really, really sick. That knocked out pretty well 11 months of my life, I suppose, with long COVID. I mean, I wasn't sick, sick for 11 months, but it changed things. It stopped me doing things. And then I got it again in February um, in Egypt and, um, It was more like a bad cold, but then all the long COVID symptoms came back again. So like a cough that went on for ages and just feeling absolutely wiped out. And that's the problem. You know, you can get a cold or a flu and you can get over it. But for me, COVID seems to kind of hang around. And um, it did for my partner as well. So, you know, you can dismiss it as being just like a cold, but it's it's not. So I would wear a mask. I will wear a mask if somebody asks me to, for sure. I'm not sure how much difference that would make because there are lots of people that won't wear masks. Well,
2: one of the problems with me, at least, is that I've gotten extraordinarily comfortable on cruise ships Mm. uh, without masking. But then I know that at least most everybody, 95%, are... uh, Vaccinated and boosted. Uh, yes, over here. So that's one of the reasons. But now there, we're getting more and more cases popping up on the ships. the The last one I was on, they shut down one of the wings on my deck for mm-hmm. a, you know, a COVID floor. I guess you'd call it <laughs> um, hey. isolation wing. But I'm having a real problem making myself be careful as I know I sh- need to be, especially with my all my health issues.
3: Yeah, I mean, the th- we've become very complacent here, and me included. I mean, we sometimes I still go to the shops and I think, oh, I forgot my mask. But you don't need a mask anywhere. And I didn't, I always said, oh, you know, I'll still wear a mask when I go out in public. But, of course, it went really, really quickly. Yeah. And here, I mean, COVID is it could never have existed you know there was total and utter denial in britain there's no coverage in the media no you can't get free testing anymore so no one's testing so if you get covid you get covid and it's you know i didn't even realize there was another variant till yesterday and it's it's just not spoken about It's, it's really really strange and yet the rest of the world is talking about it so um but yeah you know when it when it appears again here we'll be back to all that again
1: now, I
2: I'm just, I, I'm still just
3: well, I still want to go on cruises though. <laughs> it's yeah. Not well, actually, never just, has.
2: I'm, I'm scheduled out again. I leave on the 24th, I think it is, um, to go to Miami. Now, mm. my, biggest, my biggest problem is getting on airplanes. I don't have a problem getting on a boat. I'm just, I'm perfectly comfortable on the ship. I'm comfortable going through the embarkation stuff. I mean, thankfully, you know they've been getting a lot better with handling you know mobility challenge folks mm. like me but i have real problems with airplanes and that's why i did the the stupid train thing first <laughs> you know i took a train for four days <laughs> and for four days back home i went to alaska on a train that'll be nice to seattle and then got on it on a ship in seattle interesting but um that was just to avoid a five and a half hour flight on an airplane.
3: That's funny. Flights don't bother me. But again, like I said, maybe I've got the same head in the sand attitude that other people have here. It's a, And also, I, once you've had it, you do get this kind of sense of having a superpower of immunity. Yeah, I still think I have a bit of superpower, but, you know, for the last Omicron. But now there's a new variant. My booster was back in November, so... Let's just hope more boosters come, so then we can have more, and then we can keep cruising.
2: Yeah, well, I'm. I, yeah, that's it's one thing. If they if they call and tell me there's a third booster out, <clears throat> I'll be the first one in line. Yeah, to get me too. It, absolutely. You know.
3: Yeah, absolutely. No. It won't be long.
2: All right, you were uh, back in here about six weeks ago or so. You were on Wonder of the Seas.
3: I was. Yes, very briefly. What yes. did you
2: think of food? On wonder of the seas. <laughs>
3: um, the what, generally or the food I ate.
2: Um, oh, that's tough. The I
3: went, They put the Mason jar, Mason's jar, Mason, Mason
2: jar was on they, wonder. They put, yeah,
3: they put me in that on the first night, and I have to say, as a very health conscious, maybe vegetarian Brit. I was absolutely shocked. I was, I was horrified. It's, I can't believe you people eat that all the time. It was like,
2: yeah,
3: fried everything and um, yeah. deep triple fried Oreos or something. I just, oh no, it was. There was nothing green on the menu. But the thing is, on Royal, you know, I've had fantastic food yeah. before. I mean, Wonderland. I I went I went to Wonderland and I said, please, can you fit me in? But no, they wouldn't do it. But that's one of my favorite restaurants at sea. It's so cool. Have you been in that?
2: I have done Wonderland, yes. Everything
3: the smoking domes and everything that looks uh, like something and tastes like something else. Oh, I love it.
2: On Royal, Cru- now, again, I'm not a vegetarian. Uh, you know, no. I, I'm definitely a meat and potatoes guy. <coughs> but on Royal, probably above all the other cruise lines that I've sailed on. Now, I haven't sailed on as many as you have. But on, you know, all the ones that I've been on, I probably like the main dining room food and Royal as much as anybody. Yeah. I can be perfectly, the, the on Quantum in Alaska, I never went to a specialty restaurant.
3: Yeah, we, we ate in the main dining room one night and it was very
2: nice. And I was perfectly satisfied with seven nights in the main dining room. Yeah. Yeah. I have certain things on the menu that I really like. So I don't have any problems with uh, choices. You know, there's yeah. certain things. Oh, that's my, one of my favorites. That's what I'll have to like. If there is the main choices, if there's not anything that really floats my boat, the, they always have the herb and crusted salmon, which I love. Yeah, me too. Um, I like that. I, so I am I can always do that and it'd be just happy as I can be. Yeah. But, yeah, I'm just – so I've gotten where I was trying to do some specialty restaurants. Now I'm falling back into this situation where I just love the main dining room. So Well,
3: I I like to mix it up. I mean, I do like to eat all around the ship. But, um, I mean, this was a two-day preview cruise. So, you you know, you can't really blame Royal. They wanted to show off the new restaurant. Some people loved it. And they had these – they had these martinis. I really, I'm a martini girl. I really, really love a martini. And they had these martinis with a rasher of bacon as the garnish. Is that normal?
2: <laughs> uh, <laughs> is that normal? I don't think so.
3: It was it's, the weirdest uh, thing.
2: Normally, normally it's an olive.
3: Resting the but... top of the glass is deep fried <laughs> or crispy fried bacon.
2: bacon. That sounds <laughs> like that has to be out of the mason jar. Was it a martini yeah, yeah, in a was. mason jar? Yeah. yeah, yeah.
3: I didn't have yeah, that martini. But...
2: That sounds like it. <laughs> good southern cooking. Amazing. Um, yes. Right. I'm
3: sure it'll be very popular. It was a you nice also, actually. You also
2: nice got movie. to do one that I had hoped that I was going to be over there for and it didn't work out. And that was celebrity beyond inaugural. Oh, yes. I don't know if you did did you do the the teaser or did you actually make the inaugural?
3: I did two nights on it because I was making a film. Okay. Which is about to go um live, I think, in a week or so on the times website but it was um i love that ship it was fantastic it was so beautiful
2: did you get a chance to uh meet bug naked
3: no no captain kate was um keeping a low profile because they were trying to protect her against covid um and she but i think she really enjoys the publicity and in the end after on the next shakedown she did um emerge and i think there was talk of bug being on board but guess who i did meet guess you'll never guess who i did meet I met Captain Sandy from Below Deck.
2: Oh, you very good. Yeah.
3: I love Below Deck so much and Captain Sandy was on board as a guest of the cruise line with her partner and it was a uh, oh it caused such a stir. I was so excited I got a selfie. Obviously. Very nice. Yes. Very nice. Yes. So but no, I haven't met I haven't met Bug. Bug um did I think like something I said on Instagram once and I was deeply honored.
2: <laughs> Absolutely. But, uh, yeah. I have chatted with captain kate several times I'm going to say
3: with bug then with a the cat
2: <laughs> and uh well I, actually i would uh, probably prefer talking when well, no, i like i like captain kate a lot she's
3: very cool i interviewed so, her once she's so she's super cool
2: yeah yeah nice lady yeah and when now we have a, another uh lady captain uh, coming up uh, with uh ms msc announced the explorer, yesterday the, yeah. the explorer 1 uh captain milani i believe it's yeah so and cunard has a a lady captain yeah
3: captain Inga. she'll be the captain of the new queen anne when that launches i believe
2: oh i I wasn't aware of that one
3: yeah she's also very cool nice yeah yeah we're taking over
2: yeah i got no problem with i absolutely have no problem with that i I think it needs to be more women and positions like that on ships but yeah yeah all in favor of it so Good. all right sue i'm gonna have to get on with the news okay and i promise you i wouldn't tie you up too long today and we're here we're <laughs> almost at 30 minutes so yeah I've tied you up longer than i thought
3: oh it's always nice to chat all
2: right sue thanks so much for being here Thank I, you. I try Thank to you. stay warm when you go up there in the the North Pole and don't uh, run around with any uh, polar bears. That's not
3: trying to break any bones or damage myself.
2: <laughs> I will definitely. Yeah, don't don't uh, smash your head on icebergs <laughs> either. That's not a good thing to do. Um at any rate, I post pictures. I'll steal them and use them. If uh,
3: was, yeah, I'll post know, pictures probably when I get back because we've already been told there's not much internet. Funnily enough, up there, so well, um, that, they
2: much. need to they need to do a satellite thing up there in the North Pole. Yeah, so 15, we got internet months. coverage. What's the matter with these people? They need I to know, get exactly. their Bill Bill together. <laughs> All
1: anyway, right. have, have, have
2: fun Bye, staying cold when you're supposed to be warm on the, the Caribbean Islands. Hello. All <laughs> right, Sue. Thanks again. We'll talk to you soon. Bye. A lot. And of course, that's Sue Bryant, one of my favorite people in the world, the cruise editor of the Sunday Times, the london's Times. Wow, she's a cruise editor one of those papers over there in London. So, love Sue to death. All right, I did promise you guys I was going to get onto the news today. So. Uh, and I do have some we got some a bunch of pictures up from all of my buddies uh, around uh, the world that are sailing on ships this week as well so let me get everything set up here so I can get back to where I'm supposed to be all right that does not look right it's not right one I'm missing a picture. Huh. Okay. So, sorry about the delay there. The Norwegian breakaway, July 17th, sailing from Miami has been altered. Let me back up here. That's not what I wanted. That's strange. I actually had a picture loaded of the breakaway. But anyway, all right, so the heck with that. I'll quit trying to screw around with it. All right, the Norwegian breakaway's uh, 17th of July sailing uh, has been changed, uh, much like the last two sailings we talked about last week uh, when we they modified the 31st of July and the August 7th. Guests were notified of the significant change with removal of two ports and replacements. The new itinerary out of Miami will now start with a call at the uh, private island, NCL's private island, Great Stirrup Key, on July the 18th. The following day, the 19th, will be a full day at sea. The 20th, Norwegian Cruise Line, is adding a call in San Juan. And the following day, the 21st, St. Thomas. The voyage will end with two days at sea and then back to Miami. They're erasing Puerta Plata in the Dominican Republic on the 19th and Tortola in the British Virgin Islands, uh, which was for the 21st. Instead, NCL added San Juan to the sailing. Guests will have three ports of call on the itinerary rather than the original four. So... anyway uh, and I doubt that there's going to be compensation for this one there may be some but I mean they're just changing and again folks in this in the world we're in today don't get upset if there's changes because it's gonna happen and when you least expect it so you might as well expect changes. So we'll go back to the picture that I had up there. That, of course, is Oasis of the Seas. Oasis of the Seas went into Canada. It's the largest ship ever to visit Canadian Atlantic coast. Was welcomed by dozens of onlookers and sunny blue skies as she sailed into the port of Halifax yesterday. The ship is sailing on a five-night cruise from New York City. The first visit to the capital of Nova Scotia is also the last one for the year for Oasis. After her current voyage, she'll be sailing a series of cruises from New York to the Caribbean. As an important stopping point on the New England and Eastern seaboard cruises, Halifax cruise season is just getting started. The area is especially popular toward the end of summer and into fall when the fall color tours uh, are kicked off by everybody. Halifax will have six more cruise ship calls this month, including four calls by the Zandam from Holland America. This number will steadily grow over the coming months. In August, there will be 17 cruise ship calls by the New Staten Dam, Enchantment of the Seas, Norwegian Breakaway, Celebrity Summit, and others. September will be an absolute busiest month of the year with 52 cruise ship calls scheduled by cruise ships from all major cruise lines. On most days, two or even three ships will be in the port. So, And yesterday I was uh, tickled to be able to break a news item on Resilient of the Seas uh, when we were able to announce that that season was going to be canceled. Well, that's now official. Virgin Voyages made it official and decided to delay the launch of the third cruise ship, Resilient Lady, amid challenges facing the cruise and travel industry. The vessel now won't be debuting until the second quarter of 2023, resulting in cruise cancellations for many guests. She was supposed to debut this summer, and at least one bit of good news. Comes out of Trinidad and Tobago, where Royal Caribbean yesterday had set up an employment call. They were uh, had a um, registration of employment at the National Academy of Performing Arts in Port of Spain. The company said it would return to the National Academy of the Performing performing arts today because the response was so great yesterday for people wanting employment with Royal Caribbean that they literally couldn't handle it all. They had a crew of people. I think it was 54 people from Royal Caribbean. They were all interviewing three people at a time and they still had thousands of people in line until late in the evening last night, open to uh, register for job openings. In the end, the demand was so great that they're coming back and doing it again today. So maybe uh, they they had committed to 2,000 jobs. Man, if you got that many people, yeah, I hope they, you know, hire more and let's get the, get this, the whole mess straightened out with all the shortages. I realize that there are other companies having problems with shortages as well. So, but good news for Royal Caribbean. Alright, let's go see who's in the chat room. Hot Air Tom is with us. Oh, I didn't do... <coughs> I got some other things to do. See if there's any quick questions here. Hot Air Tom's here. Gretchen's here. There's a name I don't know. Murs Cherny. Wonder if that's a a bomber or if that's a re- legitimate person. Gretchen tested negative this morning. Almost ready to go to Barcelona. Good for you, Gretchen. Just post lots of stuff. I'll steal it and use it. Amy's with us. Hi, Amy. Nikki's here. Happy Friday Eve to everybody. Do I need a 20-yard or a 30-yard dumpster to clean out Cousin's house? Anyone want to come to Richmond and help house clean? No, thank you. Kenneth's here. Hi, Kenneth. Prim Travels is with us. Hey, how you doing this morning? Em's here. She got out of bed. What do you know? Hi, gang. Didn't sleep well. Have tomorrow off. Fiona is getting groomed. Very nice. Uh, Gretchen's getting groomed today at one o'clock. Nice. Are they going to uh, give you a bath too, Gretchen? Groom you and bathe you and clip your nails. So you really have the whole doggy do thing. <laughs> so, all right. I got some other things to get to before I finish up the chat room. So. Let me run back over here to where I need to be. Now I got to do this first. <laughs> I stay so cut totally confused. Um, so our buddy Libby is out in uh, Tahiti at Maora Island, and that's Libby uh, diving off the uh, the, the boat. Uh, I think they were on a pontoon yesterday at Morea uh libby i've I've chatted with her a couple times uh when we get the right kind of signal she's gonna come on these shows and we're gonna actually do a show about uh the South Sea islands and her, her trip down there and she, libby's a lovely person she was at uh, uh at my dining table on Navigator of the seas that was she was one of the ten people I ate with that week but um I didn't I haven't had a chance to meet her husband yet, but uh, looking forward to interviewing Libby and Katie. Of course, is up in she's on Discovery Princess up in uh, Alaska, and they got in a bit of a traffic jam uh, yesterday. That looks like Zyderdam. Dam. That was uh, that was uh, one of the last ships I was on before the pandemic, and then I'm not sure. I'm not sure what ship that is. That's a Norwegian ship. Bliss, maybe. Um, that could be quantum. But anyway, there's a bunch of, you know, a bunch of traffic up there now. As everybody is getting pretty busy up in. Uh, in that part of the world. And that's our Katie. This was in Juneau. And but would you please notice she doesn't even have a jacket on? You know, I was just there, what, 10 days ago? And it was snowing and sleeting. And, and I was bundled up and everything, all the clothes I had on the cruise was on my fat body. And she's there in a, looks like a sweatshirt. That's disgusting. I'm glad you're having good weather. Don't don't pay attention to me, Katie, if you're watching this. And of course now she's at least she's up on the glacier there. She's at least got her jacket on. But down in Juno, she's running around in sleeves, short sleeves. Not short sleeves, but you know, with no coat. That's awesome. All right, my buddy Rochelle, she was on I think she was on, yeah, she was on Navigator as well. Uh, Rochelle is uh, one of the the people that uh, uh, is able to come up with some free cruises from gambling on occasions. But she's over in in Europe. Uh, She did the um, fjords uh, last week and then got down to Barcelona. She's up in the mountains today at Montserrat for the Basilica uh, and the... uh, I forget what it's called now, but it's the uh, uh, Nativity of, I don't know. But anyway, the Basilica, it's a monastery uh, up in the mountains. I have been there as well. And it is a beautiful place. You have to walk up that little narrow hallway to get up to the, uh, uh, I guess you would call it the altar. But it's also known for its boys' choir that is, uh, they're taught and coached by the, the monastery, and they are phenomenal, just phenomenal. And the, the cathedral there is just absolutely gorgeous. And this, another one of the churches in, in Europe, and this one's uh, off the beaten path now. This is up in Montserrat, up in the mountains above Barcelona. Um, but it's well worth a trip up there. And then uh, our cruise monkey buddies were in Bergen uh, yesterday and Olden today. They're on Scott Princess, of course. So I garnished a couple pictures from them. And Then our buddy Bethany is over there and she went into Portugal and is on Azamara cruise. And this was a little light breakfast this morning with some latte and a sweet roll. And she had, of course, out on the back deck. And she was exploring the ship some today. So, of course, that's the the wake on the uh, Azamara ship. Again, I've never been on Azamara, so I've got nothing to compare it to. One of the things she pointed out was that said the stairways were just gorgeous, how ornate they are. this was uh, one of the bars. I would call this a library. And she called it something else. I forget now what she called it. But anyway. I'll call this an observation room. And she called that something else. This is a living room. It's called a living room on that one. And of course, this is her 50th birthday cruise. So. Anyway, that's Bethany Barley. She's my buddy from down in Tampa. All right, let's see. Uh, Emily said, my mom is looking to rent a boat for about eight people for a day in Maine. Next month, we're going to go up to the cousin's wedding. If anybody got a boat for eight, let Emily know. That ought to be really nice, him. She's already spoken to a couple of places. Captain Kate is all over Instagram. Yeah, Captain Kate is a major Instagram player. Great to see Sue and have a great time dressing layers. Yeah, she's gonna go up to the North Pole or the Arctic Circle. Gretchen says, "I don't even like to drive a car, much less pilot a big ship." I tell you what, though, I'm I'm impressed with you know Captain Kate. I've talked to several times. I'm just just totally impressed with her. I'm going to have to make some contact with the uh, the other ladies as well. So. Gretchen says, small boats may be okay. I mean, like the female captain of the Celebrity Beyond. Yeah, I I knew what you were saying, Gretchen. Piloting a ship is very hard, assuming go Captain Kate and the other women pilots. Well, there is a lot that you have to know. The actual, you know, it's all done by computers anymore. So, it's not like you're sitting there with a big steering wheel. Why, well, yes, you can change court, but it, thats they're all people that do those kind of things. You got to know what to tell them to do. Uh, and you got to know, you know, now there's just so much more to it. Maybe I need to get a captain on one of the shows so we can sit and, ch- and chat about that. That might not be a bad idea, come to think about it. So, um, where did I go here? Um, Emily has to grab breakfast and feed the piano. Is that the Sistine? Uh, No, that was not the Sistine. uh, It was uh, up in Montserrat. Emily says, later gang. Uh, Greatness is by him Okay Another good show Guys thanks for being with me Uh, I do appreciate it And of course special thanks to Sue Bryant for Giving me some of her time for another chat Always enjoy Chatting with Sue and Teasing with Sue Uh, It's always A great time So that's going to wrap me up for today Guys I'll be back tomorrow with uh, our friend Michael Philippus and Donna from down in Houston, Texas, will be my guests tomorrow. We've got several things to talk about on their recent Europe trips. They've been on two, actually. So looking forward to uh, chatting with them tomorrow right here on Travel and Cruise Industry News. So. For today, you guys have a fabulous day as always. Stay safe. Stay healthy. Wear your mask if you need to. Stay safe. Stay healthy. Think about cruising. And one day soon, we'll all meet on the high seas. You guys have a fabulous day. See you tomorrow. This is the old fat travel guy. Later, y'all. I regularly post videos on all facets of the travel and cruise industry. So if you'd like to keep up with the latest in cruise ships, Ports of Call cruises themselves, Chili chats, and travel and cruise industry news, just hit the little subscribe button in the lower right-hand corner. Hit the bell notification so you'll be notified when a new video is up or we go live. This video was produced by Chili's Cruises.